0: Trebuchet. Issue number 10. We've made it. I can't believe it. We did it. We did it. It only took 20 weeks. Yeah. Guys, let's retire. We we're we're going to go so out on the top. We, this finished, be the last we did episode. a whole decade. <laughs> Nasser, you're only here for three of them, aren't you? Uh, four, I think. Four? I think. Well, uh, welcome back again. Hmm. Um, well, thank you for having me. Guys, thanks, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you're new... Uh, we've got an exciting show. Oh, we're help gonna be. God help you, is right. Um, uh, I mentioned in the last episode we're doing a, a new thing per episode. Uh, we're gonna have a rotation of corners. Um, so it's where one of us kind of gets 10 or 15 minutes to talk about whatever we want, pitch something to the rest of the team, or they can just go off on a diatribe. Whatever they decide to do. Uh, today is uh, the NASA report. It's uh, it's NASA's turn, um, which we're all very excited about. We don't and, know what's uh, gonna happen? We have no idea. Um, so NASA, uh, what's up, man? Yo, what's up? How's everybody doing today? Doing well. That's good. 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 Well,
1: thank you for having me, and thank you for picking me to be... You're part of the podcast now. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I just (laughs) want to keep
0: welcoming you back specifically. I did sign sign that contract, so thank you. Time out. Uh, My name's Marty.
1: Oh, Oh, I'm Kyle.
0: Josh. And I'm Anthony. All right, cool. Totally forgot that. That's great.
1: All right, go ahead. All right, first I want to go off and... um, I have a couple of predictions in the sports world. Oh, boy. Okay. So, a Sandman Anthony Nasta, <laughs> S- bets in. Sunday, we all know is Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And of course, Wait, um, I would like to see. I would really would like to see the Rams win because they they have an offensive tackle on the team. What's his name? He played. Do, he, do they? Like, <laughs> they <don't know. laughs> well, they have a they couple. Have one offensive <laughs> tackle. They have one offensive <laughs> tackle, but no, this guy <laughs> forgot his name. The left tackle, the right tackle. You know, um, he's a. Uh, he, his career was with Cincinnati Bengals oh it worked yes first first playoff victory was this year <laughs> yeah this year so I'd like to see him actually win a, a ring because he's been in the league for a very long time but I will have to say that I will like to see the GOAT get the 6th ring this is what you're dedicating your corner to I'm World going off of predictions World. in sports I'm so glad fast. it's going
0: to be 6 weeks you
1: do it again. so second moving on Thank we God. all know yeah. that in the NFC and AFC championship games, there was some controversy. One of the controversy is that that, that a pass interference call, fine, call it what you want to. <laughs> but
2: let me tell you,
1: let me tell you, the Saints lost that game. Not that blown call, because if we all recall, the first play of the game Golf threw an interception in their own red zone, and the Saints were only able to get three points out of it, held them to three and out. got the ball again, drove all the way down the field the Saints, and got another three damn points. And towards the end of the game, Sean, the bounty hunter, Peyton, actually, um... Do you relate to the dogs about him? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's actually his <laughs> <is laughs> long-lost brother, believe it or <laughs> not. But no, and, uh... He so decided not to run the so clock out the So Sean Payton decided not to run the clock out Wanted to get fancy and throw some uh, Passing plays and the clock kept stopping So now he gave too much time For the Rams to go down the field So you know what Saints Who dat? You're not dat ass faces. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoa.
3: Whoa. Whoa. Okay,
1: okay. Second, I will say this <laughs> I'm a strong believer, and we all we all watch football here, and and Josh even watches
0: Americanized football as well. Yeah, and we all do. know that i, I Americanized, it. like we took what you had and we're just like, what if though <laughs> we picked it up like it wasn't just. Like I have a, a proposal. Yeah. We just for, it up and changed every rule in the rule book. I have a, a proposal for
1: Roger uh, Goodell. I think that each coach should stick with their normal um, flag. You know, for like... Challenging um, plays. Challenging plays. Yeah. I also think now they should give him another flag that strictly you can actually um, challenge a penalty. If it's a holding, if it's uh, an offside's call, if it's uh, a rough in the pass, whatever the case may be. Because we all know now during the KC game, um, Brady uh, actually did not really get hit. Uh, In the head at all. And uh, actually, uh, that was a 15-yard, I think, roughing the passer. Roughing the passer. So that pretty much cost that game as well. So no one really is talking about that. So I just feel that they should give coaches that, one, if you want to do it in the first quarter, first play of the game because of a holding that was missed, then that's it. You wasted your uh, one free because it is a game of humans out there and you're giving referees... All this pow I think you should have one
0: challenge. Right. So I guess <coughs> I don't hate the idea, but I think what you'd have to do is make it so the coach challenging would have to say, "I'm challenging that left tackle number seventy-two held our player." Yeah, that he because has to versus, be versus it being like a play review, and it's like. I wanted to review pass interference on the defense, No. and then like someone else was holding, and then being like, well, yeah, there was a penalty, so they're just holding on this linebacker. You can only challenge. You one can thing. only challenge one thing. You can yeah. challenge I think the foul you think
1: was committed. Yes, exactly. I think that would be smart. Um, and you can challenge also the referee
0: blowing that whistle on that, or not blowing. Well, that's tricky so, because yeah. you can't reset a live ball. Yeah, true. But I mean, it's still a possession yeah, if yeah. it's a possession thing. If it's true. like. I guess it'd be tricky, right? Because if they did, like, if you threw a lateral and the referee blows it dead because he thinks it's an incomplete forward pass, if you challenged it, you still can't cha- – there's still no proof that you would have recovered the ball. I mean, yeah, that would be, be a
3: stupid thing to challenge. Yeah. So. It was the same
0: in that Bears game against the Eagles. I think
3: it should be – We weren't be...
2: allowed to recover a live ball because the refs stopped Fuller from Thought it was a forward. grabbing it. Yeah. Like he was he wanted to go and get it and the rest told him no, that plays dead and actually the play was live and he would have just walked into the end zone with Yeah. It.
1: I think it should be I hear you. I know there's a lot of grey areas. So that was one of my proposals which I don't know if that will ever happen. Maybe. You live in the gray area. That's what it should be called. It's the, the gray, gray area. area, not NASA's area. Um another is that I am predicting that the New York Yankees will have a better record. No, I'm sorry, will finish Further in the playoffs than was Boston uh, Red Cox.
0: <laughs> I hope that no matter what we're talking about in any episode, you find a way to put down the entire city of Boston. I would yeah. like to add I that think would, between I... the Boston Bean Eaters and the Boston Red Cocks. Um
1: But I am cheer for the Patriots now. Maybe because they. Cause... You're I don't a, understand. You're, your you're
2: is is over. Yeah, <laughs> you're really difficult. <laughs>
1: you're, to so, out. you're as thick as they come. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, Rick. Um, <laughs> I will say that uh Mariana Rivera, I think, well deserved to be anonymously. You think it deserved it more than Barry Bonds? Who missed the juice? Everybody I mean I mean be I, I mean the guy was the best.
0: Is Clemens in the Hall no,
1: year. no, or know. Or I mean, I think or they should Schilling's be... Shillin's a cunt. Yeah, he is. Shillin is, is a cunt. He is. Him and that fake ketchup pack in this freaking sock. Yeah. I mean, yeah. shit. Dude, that like Sriracha sauce. <laughs> it was, yeah. I, was, I think it was. I think that's it it was what made Sriracha, sriracha famous, out. actually.
3: Prince <laughs> <laughs> Sriracha. Sriracha-o-ling. <laughs> uh, no, I... I've heard a lot of blowback about Rivera being unanimously... Um, the, being the first one to be unanimously... Voted uh, into the Hall
1: of Fame. Was it unanimous?
0: Yes. It was okay. the first time that's ever happened. Ever. Yeah, because there's always one guy that's just there's,
1: like, I, I that's and, unanimous. and there's some Boston writers too in that, pit, yeah. right? And they well, there's them.
3: there's always somebody that, that brings up, well, Ty Cobb wasn't unanimously put in or
0: Mickey Mantle or Ted Williams Babe. or Babe Ruth or yeah. Ron Garrett. And yeah, there's a litany of people, but... Yeah, but I, most of those guys couldn't like uh, win a starting role on a high school team now. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Uh, I don't know. Babe Ruth, <laughs> Babe, Ruth, Babe Ruth couldn't start for Charlotte Independent Baseball. It's the nice, Knights, isn't it? I'm at the Charlotte Independent High School. Oh, okay. The <laughs> Independents. Oh, yeah. Patriots?
1: Yeah, that's what they're called. Are they really? Yeah. Then okay, no wonder you do uh, No, I'm not a big fan of the Independents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but
3: yeah, I just I, I don't think that it's f- fair to. Say that we should. Nobody should be unanimously voted in, because nobody in the past was. I don't. I don't like true, because let's face it. The the old writers, they were dicks. Like some the of
1: Yeah, they're they're doing stuff off of off of. I, I pre- will say prejudices. What was it and, two years ago? Um, Stephon Curry was the first, anonymous um,
0: unanimous. Uh, unanimously,
1: MVP? Uh, no MVP. I think. Which, right? Something like that? Sure. Thanks I so. think that was a crock. I, I mean, because this is how I look at it real quick. I'm not LeBron. I'm using LeBron as an example. You can put LeBron right now today on the New York Knicks before this trade that just happened. <laughs> the New York Knicks suck. LeBron's going to take him to the playoffs. Maybe to the Eastern Conference Finals. You put Steph no. <laughs> Curry on the uh, Maybe to the, the second. The playoffs, round. Yes, the playoffs. sucks. Fine. Eastern Conference But Finals. you put Steph Curry on the Knicks. They might not make the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Steph Curry, he has a great team around him. What did Steph Curry do before he got Clay Thomas and all these other clowns? You know he shot whites <laughs> out. They yeah, but, he, but they weren't in the they who knew Golden State? Who didn't even know who the hell Golden State Warriors were even were until this team started being no, if, the same. If, if Steph
0: Curry was the only player on that Warriors team and they were playing in the East, he would have been a three seed. His struck his, him not being able to get it until he got other people is speaking to the conference. Because the Western Conference 8 team is the second best team in the East almost any season. I just think... But like, I think, think he's right. I think
2: you the can. top class, world class, all stars, respo- like, regardless of where you are, there are two types of them. There are ones that are great within a team and ones that grab a team by the scruff of their neck in and spite grab of them to the success.
1: Team. Yes.
3: And, and LeBron James is one of
1: those guys. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, when LeBron, uh, Kobe, all the players before Steph were not... Jordan, uh, they weren't... Here. all
0: completely different types of players. I, the I know, but so that's, that's,
1: the, that's the point. Right. I He's not like
0: Steph, Steph doesn't drive the basket the way that Jordan did, Kobe did. And Kobe wasn't that good. But James argument, Martin does now. By that argument, it seems like you wouldn't
3: want Rivera to be unanimously voted
0: in. I th- No, I think... If... Did he deserve it? Yes. Right? Like,
1: clearly. Oh, he deserved to be first, first, uh, first to the ballot. Ballot. I think first ballot? First. But I think feel like they, but the
3: thing is... is that he was the first one to be unanimously voted in?
1: But I, his he, ERA in the playoffs under one? Well, I think it got to one at the end. After the Rangers, Rangers let him out. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's... He was a great... The New York Rangers? He the, no. Uh, <laughs> he was the best closer ever, as far as I'm concerned. He did yeah. it with one I like Trevor, Trevor
3: Hoffman. <laughs> Trevor Hoffman was but, awesome. But, but, first, but... Derek Gagne. Uh, Denny Ackersley was great. But, yeah, Rivera was the best closer of all time, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Weird that uh, that he would be the first one to be unanimously voted in. I think that there would have been less
0: blowback if it was somebody like a Jeter or... He's also a brand, though, too, right? Like, he got no? over with... Yeah, I mean, like, in the sense of... Under Armour? No. Like... He's the Sandman, right? Like he's, oh, oh, oh yeah. Herrera, I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. So, like, he's got a gimmick, even. You know it what I mean? makes it any better, though, I've
1: never heard of this guy, but I've heard of Jeter. This guy has two pitches only, pretty I know much. I know that's
0: because Maria and Revere didn't sleep with, like, everybody in New York City. He was very quiet? Jeter was tabloid. Yeah, Jena yeah, was I guess that's where, and I guess that's where he
2: made his name across. Let me the tell you, team, that. because well, that's where well, like, I, I, you you can see his name on well, the like like <laughs> yeah.
0: But you don't see this guy's name because there's because uh, he's also really reserved. And right? where's he from? Um, right, and that's yeah, that's from... gonna be a difference. Jena
1: is from. Ta- is he, I don't think Gita, I've ever heard Gita, of. I swear well, I've, well, forgot, I've uh, never. Is he from Dominican Republic? from Panama.
3: I think he's Panama. I think he is,
1: uh, he's from Panama. All right, well. Let's move forward. Are you done? No, I got two more. Okay, keep going, I'm sorry. All right, now this is quick. I want everybody's opinion. Oh, go ahead, Josh. Beckham's really
2: reserved too, and yet you've all heard of him.
0: He married a Spice Girl. And he does model. Yeah, maybe that was the If Mariana, <laughs> if Mariana Rivera married. And which together,
1: Spice Girl did he marry?
2: Posh. Posh Spice, yeah. Victoria.
1: All right, let's go you next time, all right. oh, sorry. This is for <laughs> everybody in this room. Just a minute each, and we'll start with Marty. We don't have a minute
0: each. We'll um, do 30 really, seconds each. 30 seconds each. Kobe or LeBron? LeBron, hands down. Kobe, Kobe uh, A, LeBron never raped a woman, so there you go. But also, uh, Kobe's never actually carried a deadbeat team, and LeBron has. True. Sure. LeBron's more complete player.
2: I don't follow basketball, but LeBron's going to be in well, that space jam. I think so. Again.
0: Say, uh... <laughs> say <laughs> Yao Ming, Yao Ming.
3: Kobe's <laughs> a, a volume shooter. LeBron... Uh, gets his entire team involved.
0: True. Both ballers, LeBron makes everybody better around him. Gotcha. Kind and of, my
1: last thing kind of I'll thing. have to say in the nastiest corner is that I know you guys can't really see us facially, and uh, I have no hair on my head, but I have to say we have a guy in this room who has the prettiest comb-over in all of Avid Exchange, and that is Josh. Comb-over? Yes. Comb-over
0: <laughs> implies that he's bald
1: underneath. No, no, I mean like that. <laughs> I'm and not, Josh knows <laughs> I always gave this guy compliments because if I had hair on my head,
0: I want to have Josh's hairstyle. God, I got a goddamn haircut this week, and I was like, ooh, someone noticed. And then he fucking says, Josh, And your don't And I don't mean <laughs> that. And I daughter. mean this seriously,
1: and I think Josh can vouch. When every time Josh gets hair, I always friggin' and know he, he always used to say What he's sad. saying it is that
3: uh, he thinks that Josh is way prettier than you, Marty. I
2: tend to agree. I am hashtag handles. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, for Nastus. Like up. no shit.
1: If I had hair, I would definitely have the comb over with the little line
0: in it. I uh, I <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna demand that every Nastus report ends with him complimenting one of us about something. No, uh, you're next up. Like was. I really love. You're gonna have your to do four stats. weeks or four sessions. All right,
1: that's
0: all I got. <coughs> Thank you, Anthony. Oh, you uh, that was fantastic. Thank you. Um, before we get to the uh, <laughs> the the main course. Uh, we wanted to Love go to over. and you. talk about... the <laughs> Come
1: over. <laughs> Don't be uh, blushing,
0: Josh. I and can't help about it. Talk about who won our NFL playoff picks that we made uh, in episode eight, in issue eight. Um, Josh tracked him, so he's the only one that knows who won. Yep. And it's a uh, it's a tale of woe
2: for all four of us. It all right, really? it'll suck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give last place to... Uh,
3: Nasta.
2: <laughs> I was expecting me. And the reason I'm going to give it to Nasta is because he was consistently in last place throughout the tournament, and he never moved from there. Um, so that's why he's keeping it. Uh, he got, got five out of eight correct. Everything just went horribly wrong for him, but he did get his Rams in there. So uh, he sat happy with the Rams. Kyle, also five out of eight. Well, it was fucking
3: terrible.
2: Yeah, not great. The and, are great. Unfortunately we have a tie for first place you and I and we're both sitting on six out of eight the yeah. best comeovers, you might even say in the room maybe yeah yeah so <laughs> we need to really a decide on our way to uh, to put a decider on here for me and you Flip and coin. I, I don't know whether that's a case of I would prefer you know, some wrestling. AAF uh, some AAF bet early on so we can report back but it's up to you because uh, there can
0: only be one okay well how about we do this we just Highlander. <laughs> um, whoever's team... Who's ever... I'm sorry. Alliance of American Football Team scores more in their first week wins. Deal. So... Yep. You're playing Birmingham. I'm playing... Or... Uh, Atlanta's playing Atlanta.
3: What a way to, to end an NFL bet by having it determined by an
0: entirely different league. And also segue perfectly into our next segment. <laughs> because it's a shame we're all shit at picking. Maybe we're better at picking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um so we wanted to do uh i have so i uh i went to reddit actually um and asked a question on the af subreddit and i got a few responses that i'm going to kind of address as they pertain to the team the question i asked was what's the biggest question mark for the team you support basically what are you most worried about and i'm going to do my best to answer some of those
3: the biggest question is
0: who the fuck are we we're a new league yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. new phone who dis yeah how do i watch you on tv um so there's there's only four questions I got totally. Uh, I mean, I would argue they're not even a real thing until they're thrown at football. Wouldn't you agree? Mark? I I almost oh, almost, completely uh, <laughs> almost
2: completely agree.
0: Almost completely agree. I hate you so much, Josh. Um, so the way we'll do it is uh, we're going to speak about each team uh, well, five to back. seven five to seven ish minutes per team, probably maybe less depending on if we don't have anything. Um, and we're going to kind of rotate, uh, but we're, what we're going to do is we're going to pick, um, if you go back to one of our earlier issues, we randomly drew who our favorite team was going to be. And then we drew who our rival team was going to be. So for me, my favorite very team was scientific. very scientific. Um, there, was a whole, there was a spreadsheet and everything. Um, my favorite team is the Orlando Apollos, and my rival are the San Diego Fleet. <laughs> yeah, cross country, right? Cross country. Um, yes. Yeah, just, yeah, from coast to coast. Longest rivalry of all time. Possible, even po- there's possible. It, it, no, seriously, I'm like, no, Kyle. Uh, Kyle's favorite team is going to be the San Antonio Commanders, and yep. his rival are the Salt Lake Stallions. They go commando. They do go. Yes, commando. we do go commando. Um, Josh's oh, Josh, favorite yeah. team. Josh's favorite team are the Memphis Express. And his rival team are the Birmingham Iron. Which makes the most sense out of all of It does, because if nothing else, Birmingham uh, looks the closest to any kind of British town, so it's going to be perfect when he keeps saying Birmingham <laughs> and probably pissing off those Iron fans, which I'm cool with. I really hope good. they listen, and I hope they're annoyed. They, they, I guarantee we'll you, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get at least stage. three more listeners when I post this back up in the subreddit with the answer <laughs> to three questions. Um, and then Nasta, uh, this was actually his first episode, I think, wasn't it? It was it, was. it was. So his favorite team was oh let me get that for you the Arizona Hotshots <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the, the, uh, the Arizona Hotshots Arizona Hotshots <laughs> Hot and his rival team were the Atlanta Legends yes uh, the which Atlanta is great because he hates the Falcons too so it works <laughs> yes so um, I'm going to do is for Michael instance Michael Vick's
1: quarterback for the Legends
0: no um, yeah, we'll see we'll get there in fact let's start there uh, okay let's start so I'm going to go over I
1: also the think Jermaine Dupree is also. Uh, He's the, the music, music, the intro yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: They couldn't. They couldn't pull um, Outkast or Ludacris. Yeah. Um, so we're going to what the brat? The, the brat! brat. <laughs> that hair.
1: And I, just I think they were, we're going to have Chris Cross, but actually Cross was the only one available. That's because Chris is <laughs> in California, right? No, I think Chris is actually or is six Cross foot in under? California.
3: <laughs> yeah, is he? I well,
0: think. Which man. one's on the ticket?
3: That's kid and play. That's, that's I don't care. kid
0: from kid and play. Kid from kid and play. <laughs> uh, kid and play, Chris Cross. So I'm going to preview, uh, or I'm not going to. We're going to preview the Arizona Hotshots, and then we'll go right into the legends. Um, so uh, I'm just, I've am just, i got everybody's uh, team's um, basics, right? Head coach, offensive coordinator, defense coordinator. So the Hotshots uh, are head coached by Rick Neuheisel. Yeah. Um, which is awful. The offensive coordinator is probably going to be Rick so They didn't have one named. It may be Chris Skelfa, who's like the only guy who had any kind of offensive experience, um, and I think it was like a high school. And then uh, defensive coordinator is they will is, establish the fullback. Though yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to run the wingbone. Um, they're going to they're going to they're going to use the quick kick. <laughs> and the defensive coordinator they had Nick Eliotti, who's a former Oregon defensive coordinator uh, for about thirteen years, I think. So. Um, Josh, I think you had a point about the hotshots in general that you had talked to me about. Yes.
2: So, I've been doing my research, doing my research on the Memphis Express, as any proper fan should. Nasda. Um, <laughs> and I just wanted to point out that throughout my research, we've actually, uh, it's pretty clear that two teams in particular are struggling to ship tickets. They are struggling to get their stadiums even respectably sold out. Um, obviously, like Memphis are at the Liberty Bowl they're not expecting to sell out 60,000 seats in the first game, whatever Like I'm guessing that's obviously the long term goal but I'm sure they all have a number they want to hit in their own heads to be and profitable probably if yeah. even, if it's a, yeah, even if it's a like a profit margin like balance the books level of tickets and the hot shots are not doing it at all they're what really question? struggling um, not sure, good question I'm not Jeez. sure
1: Oh, where they're playing in yeah, the stadium?
2: Stands? Oh, the, the they are. They maybe, maybe where the Sun Devils or, play?
1: Maybe or they're playing in Tempe,
2: maybe. Yeah, they play at the Sun Devil Stadium. Okay. Yeah, they are really struggling to ship tickets, and uh, so are Atlanta, which is funny because this is they where were they playing together. Um, are they, they're the two teams that are really struggling. They're probably
1: playing at Georgia State's field because yeah, they're not playing at yeah, freaking Georgia uh, State the, stadium. Old, stadium.
2: the old, yeah, the old converted Braves field. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I thought it was interesting more than anything That's else is big, because they don't hold a lot, right? Forty thousand maybe. When you compare when you look at the two of the set two of the eight that are struggling, they're the two cities with an NFL team established. They're the only two. Well, well, I suppose not cities because Arizona ain't a city, but right. they're the only two areas where there's a very much an NFL team I mean, Arizona, established.
0: Arizona State has a, Arizona State as a football team has a tough time they, in holding it because because Arizona State's also like. Oh, wait,
1: a one, a, where does the Arizona Wildcats point. play? Isn't it Scottsdale? Where does the Ari- uh, Wildcats college
0: play? Arizona. I Think it's it's not Scottsdale. I think it's Tucson. T- Tucson. So how far
1: is Tucson, is Tucson and
0: Tempe? a few hours we really need Jack right now don't we Uh, Uh, I think there are a few hours now Jack's in the weight room
1: (laughs) the one thing
2: I will say is (laughs) I think I think we can all agree that we want them to sell as many tickets as possible because that guarantees the success of the league right Mm -hmm. and it sucks that wherever they've picked is struggling because from all accounts it looks like the other six are doing incredibly well like, probably above their entire estimations.
3: Surprising with ago. San Antonio playing in the R yeah.
0: Well, I think, I think I figured out mostly um, in some of my research why the Hotshots might be struggling to actually fill that stadium. So, um, here's, here's the thing about the Hotshots roster in general. Um, the defense is the only defense probably in the league that on paper looks good. Like, they've got players out the wazoo. They have Scooby Wright... Former linebacker at Arizona. Oh, yeah. Terrence Bullitt from Texas Tech. Siona Tahoma, former LSU. He got in problems and went to Southeastern Louisiana. <laughs> they have Sterling Moore from SMU as a cornerback. Uh, Raheem Moore from the UCLA also played for the Broncos. Um, and Dexter McDougal Sterling from the Jets, too. Well, like yeah, Dexter Sterling Moore only made for a like, year, or two, right? That's funny. Maybe. Maybe. So, yeah, and then Dexter yeah. McDougal. Uh, so, they have a lot of NFL Um and high-level college players. Scooby Wright was real
3: Scooby Wright play. was
0: insane. And I wonder, I can't remember him ever getting in the NFL. I wonder if he just got hurt. Um, but defense doesn't sell tickets, right? Um, their quarterback's probably going to be John Wolford from Wake Forest. Uh, their running back's probably going to be John Crockett from North Dakota State. Is he related to no, Sonny Crockett? He's not. Davey, though. Um, and <laughs> And both of those, besides being uh, and having no relation to Arizona mm-hmm. at all, uh, I think is probably one of the one of the issues. Um, it also it also helps that New Heisel's a bad coach. Um, one of them had a stupid face right now.
1: So with those, you know, when did he coach New Heisel again? Uh, most recently That's UCLA, right. too, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Shit. He was bad. Um, some of the weaknesses. <clears throat> pardon me. Some of the weaknesses they have. Uh, it is. New Heisel, he's a, an inspiration guy and an awful X's and O's guy. Um, at this level, that might be okay, um, but with all the different rule changes that we'll talk about a little bit later, um, I think it's going to hurt him. And the fact that you their think? only their only good receiver or only notable receiver is Josh Huff from the Eagles, who mm-hmm. was a product of the system that Chip Kelly ran because he was with Chip Kelly in Oregon too really nice of my computer to chime in <laughs> it has um, a point point. and so I honestly think uh, it does have a really good point um, I think Arizona uh, because he's an inspiration coach and because they're going to have empty stands they're going to be uh, not doing well um, moving on to the Atlanta legends we're going to end up doing yes. alphabetical by the way I did this <laughs> oops no 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 we'll, we'll change oh yeah because Birmingham Memphis fuck how did that figure out So, the legends. Um, I'm going to start with the question, uh, because it's probably the biggest thing that's going to impact them. Uh, User Football Movie Fry Cook, which is a great username, (laughs) asked, how will the preseason loss of Brad Childress affect the legends? Because he got hired away. Right. Well, um, I'm here to tell you that it's going to affect them greatly. And here's why. Uh, the entire East is a defensive division minus the Apollos, and Brad Childress would have been the only other offensive-headed coach in the East. And Brad Childress can call plays like he's—he's he's not a bad coach. He really isn't, especially at this level. Um, without his play calling, uh, and for a better reference, he was. Um, the spread game coordinator for the Chiefs in the last few years with Andy Reid and helped Alex Smith get uh, acclimated and then Mahomes for a touch too. Was Um, he the
3: head coach in Minnesota before their most recent run?
0: Yeah, Yes, And and they went to the playoffs with like Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. yep. And then that was the Favre year I think too that they had. Yeah, yeah, with Favre. mm -hmm. Um, And he tried to make it work with Webb, whatever that guy's name was. Joe Webb. Joe Webb and he struggled. But The offensive play calling is going to fall to Michael Vick now, who uh, couldn't keep a job with Andy Reid as an intern, um, learning how to call plays, and I just have no idea what he's going to do. Uh, So I think what's going to end up happening is they replaced him with a heavy defensive guy. Their offense is going to probably be one of the worst in the league.
3: First thing that Michael Vick is going to do is require all the quarterbacks to become left-handed. That's
0: true, and that's going really to be really difficult for Aaron Murray. They're just going to all play Madden 05, and he's like, look what I can do. And he just like runs in circles around everybody. Um, so uh, that offense has Aaron Murray. It has uh, James Quick from Louisville. Uh, it has Malachi Jones from App State at receiver. Uh, the running backs, Matt um, I'm going to try to dig up Michael Turner. They have Irvin Phillips from the Syracuse Orange uh, oh, as a receiver. Irv. Um, he's so, really good. So they're gonna have uh some weapons to pass to. I'm not sure Aaron Murray can do it because he's a very um he's a very checked down quarterback. that Phillips will be perfect for him though. Well hopefully Urb Phillips can make it work. Because uh, they, and he's Syracuse, Syracuse used him out
3: of the slot a lot because he's very quick and um he made he made a lot of he had a lot of yak, man. Yeah. Uh, he's He's, he's, he had a ton of yards senior year, and he, uh, if, if you can hit him in the flat, in the flats or just like a little um, three-yard three drag route, right. he can make some stuff happen.
0: Um, their linebackers uh, probably have the potential to be the best unit on the field, um, and that's only if, they're, uh, if their guys come up, if they fulfill their potential, that they fulfilled in college, which was Tyreek McCord from Miami and Roderick Hoskins from Florida State. Um, but they never made it really in the NFL at all. Uh, and that was might have been because of depth. I think Tyreek went to like the Steelers, and everybody can work with the Steelers, so I don't know why he didn't. But their defensive backs are going to struggle. Everybody's defensive line, I'm just going to start this now, everybody's team defensive line is fucking awful. <laughs> everybody's is really, really, really awful, um, except maybe one team, and I can't remember. i got to check my notes. Uh, their biggest weakness is uh, I think the team's cursed, going back to the Brad children's, the children's thing. Because one of their first signings was uh, Justin Crawford, who's a running back out of West Virginia. And he's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, he got released because he got arrested for incest, sodomy, and enticing a child for indecent purposes. So he's Woo! from West Virginia. He's from West Virginia, <laughs> but I think he's an Atlanta guy. He at least was one of the first players to be signed by the Legends. And they, uh, they That'll missed. do it. They, yeah, so I think they're cursed. So look to next year, Atlanta. Um, the, have fun. Have fun. The,
1: they are the universe. Listen, the when you blow, a, how many point <laughs> yeah. lead was that in the Super Bowl? What's that? How many point lead was that in the Super 25 Bowl? Twenty-five point. And you blow a twenty-five point lead with fifteen minutes left in the Super Bowl. You're And, have, and you have Matt Ryan as your quarterback and a solid offensive with Julio Jones. And uh, uh, yeah, you, you're fucking. You must have uh, walked under a ladder a couple times or broke some mirrors. You know what? You t- shit You know what?
0: You know what? Na- I didn't tip Nass off to this, but he's making an incredible segue for me because we're gonna go over the Birmingham Iron and then we're gonna touch the Memphis Express. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Birmingham Iron. Boring. Him. Boring. Him. Boring. Him. <laughs> you know what? And honestly, you're probably not far off with what they're gonna look like on the field. Um hand the ball to Trent Richardson 40 times a game there was also two user questions <laughs> he to stuff. there yeah. was two there was two user questions uh, for this both from user Beef Cheetle um, <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful Boof, more like Boof Cheetle um, his first not his first but one of his questions was uh, will Luis, Luis Perez be able to perform like he did in Division 2 against what should be tougher opponents so he's a backup quarterback Luis Perez he won the Division 2 National Championship with Texas A&M Commerce um he probably won't see the field, uh, which is probably the good news. And he's the most, out of everything I've seen, and his coach, Colby Carthel, who was his old coach in college, um, entirely the most system passing quarterback. He threw for 4,999 yards. Couldn't get that, couldn't last, get that last one. <laughs> couldn't get that last one. Couldn't um, get that last one. And I feel like in uh, in the AAF, he's going to be a yard short as well. Um, the other question he adds was about Tim Lewis as a first-time head coach. So Tim Lewis uh, is their, their head coach who's been a journeyman. He was a journeyman defensive coordinator, he was a uh, defensive back coach in a lot of the, lot of the NFL as well. Um, he's gonna be defined by two things. A, which Tim Lewis is showing up. Uh, he was the Steelers defensive coordinator from 2000-2003, and he was great. They had like a top five defense every year, except for one, and it was still a top half defense. Um, he was also uh, the defensive backs coach for a few teams more recently that finished like 30th in yards per catch, 31st in like yards per attempt. Like on every on every metric, mm. his defensive backs were awful. So, if uh, yeah yeah, so it's gonna be really tough. Um, the other part is gonna be the guy that's gonna actually call plays for him, who's Steve Logan. Uh, do you recognize the name Steve Logan at all? You should familiar. It's, no. it's familiar because he's kind of a journeyman too, but uh, he was the ECU coach from like 92 to 2002, and when they were bad, but he still took them to five balls out of 10 years. Yeah, he beat the shit out of Syracuse a couple times in there too. The reason this is a segue, his biggest claim to fame was being the offensive coordinator for the 2007 Boston College Eagles, led by Matt Ryan. Kuechly
1: was not on that team, was it? What year? Maybe, sorry,
0: what year? 2007. He might have been no
1: Luke Hinkley was Hinkley's too young to be on yeah. that in the college 2007. So, uh, Doug Fudie I think
0: was on that. Oh yeah, no,
1: oh yeah, yeah I think
0: so. So he, which Steve Logan are we going to get? Because in 07, uh, Matt Ryan and Andre Calendar were incredible, but it was Matt Ryan and Andre Calendar. He also <sighs> is responsible for being, the quarterbacks coach for the 49ers when old Tom Sula, was leading the charge, and he's the only guy. Um, that couldn't get production out of Colin Kaepernick. Not to make this a Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> nope. Nope. Who
1: cares about that clown?
0: So which guy you gonna get? Uh, especially with um, whoever their quarterback's gonna be. I didn't even write it down because it wouldn't Oh Blake Sims. Ooh. I don't know how Blake Sims is gonna be. And Blake Sims Yeah the best honestly the best um, the best potential they have is Blake Sims gets hurt. That Lewis Perez guy comes in and hope to God that Steve Logan's running a passing game like he did with Matt Ryan and just chucking it downfield. Um, they've also got I running. Kind of Alabama quarterback that's not named Tua, I get scared about. Yeah, understandable. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just, i mean, like—because they were always their MO was to be ball control offenses, yeah. and that might work in this league because they've also got Trent Richardson, Ladarius Perkins. They've got a good running core, um, and their offensive line is real good. Like I think, really, really, really good. Really? Yeah. Oh, they're gonna um, be a grinded out football team, aren't they? Yeah, they're just loaded with Auburn, and Alabama talent, which at worst is good. Well, what's that uh,
1: Mississippi? Um, shit, the D two school. Uh, golf, the one from uh, Netflix. Yeah, the really good kid. The really good school. Uh, okay. Yeah. But I'm saying I bet you they're gonna get some of that talent too. They have know one know? guy from that school actually.
0: Yeah. So they, they, um, good, they got some good. Last chance, you the last chance uh, weaknesses uh, they have Quinn Bray at receiver and then no one else they've got a guy named Davozia Felton who I've never heard of who he played for Tuskegee and is 5 foot 6 and 150 pounds Kyle how tall are you? I'm 5 foot 5 and how much do you weigh? Uh, 150 so it's Kyle <laughs> it's playing me. receiver but the dude looks on film on his highlight reel which is propaganda as I think you put it in your last uh, podcast um, and <laughs> He looks like he's a very Tyreek Hill type. Now, here's the real question. Does he have my five-inch vertical? You're not a comb-over, everybody's realizing, because <laughs> you have been left up. Uh, no, I don't know what he looks like, honestly. They didn't have a picture of him on I mean, I've, got, I've got serious non-ups.
1: Oh, shit, bro. Actually, ups?
0: Uh, Josh, <laughs> I, know you, I know you hate Birmingham, but... I thought it was weird when they had a guy that never went to college. Uh, on their team. Oh, really? And it turns out that Lawrence Okoye oh comes yeah. from Croydon, England. Is not it? Croydon. Palace. Home
2: of Palace. So Is it just it makes really? it even better. Oh, oh god. It would be easier boy. to hate. Oh I didn't even, even, even realize. Oh, oh that's your favorite Isn't, team? He, uh, oh yeah. Oh, he <laughs> hates Palace. No. Wasn't he ex-Olympian?
0: The uh, maybe. Yeah. Because he did track and field. Did discus? Yep. I think he was the discus yep. oh, that's a discus Olympian. that's a skill for football. Um, Who did he come road. over to? Was he at the
2: Niners? first
0: uh, he had uh, five teams that he was in the practice squad yeah, it was like he was like the Niners the Jets yeah. I think Cowboys even touched him for a second <sighs> <sighs> um, Cowboys touch a lot but he's got good really people. good size that's it I mean he's, he's one of the bigger was
1: he gonna be the field goal kicker
0: no he's gonna be the defensive he's a defensive lineman I guess I should have let off with that out huh? the discus I mean, player at the field your- he's an Olympian his swim move better be you know, great you know, uh, yeah <laughs> no doubt he would
1: I mean, be somewhat athletic if he was uh, I mean yeah he's an yeah. Olympian then, yeah. you know won medals
0: so by purely way of, of being an athlete he might stand a chance got to be athlete, something at this level yeah. yeah he's got the athlete but will anybody understand what he's saying being from Croydon how do Croydon people sound they're very cockney cockney yeah. that's oh boy <laughs> <laughs> six foot six cockney dude um moving on to the memphis express sounds like a trash team it a is trash a trash human being we'll funny uh,
2: that because you're wrong
0: <laughs> so so you're, you're going to speak to mostly uh the memphis stuff but there was one question i didn't prepare you for it because i honestly forgot to bold it on the okay. notes here hit me someone just asked they're worried about the Memphis Express's offensive line and run game. Okay. That was all it was. It wasn't really a question. It was just a yep. concern. Who, who wrote
1: this? Well, sorry. I can hit that. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I,
0: User SH513. Please get a, better, a, please, please get a funnier name. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now, is this person on the podcast?
0: Uh, we'll see if uh, I'm going to post it. Maybe SH513. We'll see. SH513, um, DM me uh, on Twitter. You'll slide see is the phone. Uh, yes, slide it my is DMs. The You'll love it to be slid in. No nudes. <laughs> what
3: well, they're by no nudes is also nudes.
0: So the Express's head coach, before nudes. Kyle or Josh gets started, uh, head coach Mike Singletary. Offensive coordinator, probably a combination of David Lee and Stephen Marshall, and their defensive coordinator, probably Mike Singletary, also Dennis Thurman. Uh, go ahead. All right, cool. Well, I've, got, I've not done it the same way you've done all of yours, but it's I've okay. got a bunch of
2: stuff. So I've done a little bit on their president, a little bit on their coach, a little bit on... Some just little facts about them, and then little factoids, uh, little factoids. Uh, and then I'm doing a couple of, the, of Memphis. couple of the notable players that they've got going on that even I recognize. Um, and then yeah, this was home of the Blues and Jerry so, the King of Albert. Memphis Express, <laughs> President Kosher Irby. Listen to a podcast with him being interviewed on it Kosher. this week because I was driving home. He uh, he is very much into the entertainment side of things. They have a silent disco going on in the first game at uh, the Liberty Ball to try and attract- oh, As you will. Yes. A silent disco? Yes, to try and attract that. They have a bunch of mimes doing disco? You never heard of
0: silent disco? Never heard of silent disco. You put you on headphones, headphones yeah. and
2: you, you listen to all the same you normally you get, have, But the thing is, you normally have two to three channels and you'll have two to three DJs all playing different music and you will all have it like super loud on your headphones. and But uh, if to anybody walking in, it's just dead silent and everyone's jamming out. This sounds
0: like the president didn't have enough swing to get a permit for a lot, for a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He doesn't want to get, get arrested for sound violations. Yeah.
2: <laughs> silent discos, very cool. But anyway, don't know how it's going to work in a football game. He has really reiterated. What's going on on the field? But he's well, the players also going to be uh, listening? <laughs> he has, <laughs> has to time and time again that... Be football. There are people who come to watch the football. There are, the football there are people who come to just be at the football. And then there are people who come for neither. They just come for an event. Something unstable Especially though, with that kind of price. Be out. at the football. So, like, you yeah. have, like... You can... You go from three boys going out and watching this. Like, three of, like, three of us going out and watching it to... Our wives wanting to go because they're they're wanting a night out and they decide this is a great way to start it by getting hammered at the express game before going out.
0: And some a lot of people will use <laughs> the it pregame to, to yes, entertain. My, minor for league,
2: 15 bucks to get in, why not?
0: Yeah, minor league baseball is full of a bunch of people that don't want to babysit their kids and their kids are kind of. The cricket at home is exactly
2: the same thing. Yeah. I think he's smart in what he's trying to do. It's just whether it works or not. It's going to be pure boom or bust. Yeah. It's going to be a really good thing or an absolute shit show. But my other favorite fact about him, and this is relevant to two of you for sure, he's coming from the WWE.
3: Oh, really? He yes. worked for the WWE.
2: He worked for the WWE for nine years. He's going to hit somebody with a chair? Nine years. He was a manager and on the production side all the way through. Um, he was asked to start their office out west. Like, start their office from scratch out west. The WWE office. For the WWE, yep. Yeah. And I've also read some really cool conspiracy theories uh, about him.
0: Being an insider for the XFL.
2: Yes. That's juicy. And <laughs> two or three. They They've given all these people three year contracts, mergers happen. Three years' time, if both leagues are doing well, they have someone who literally he speaks, to, deal. he speaks to Vince every week still he confirms that he speaks to Vince on the reg there is no reason you why get this,
3: this, this is, is
0: destined this is going to be
3: the invasion angle
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perry Saturn's going to finally get another gig he's going to come out with a broom or a mop um, and he also
2: has great banner he is the one who coined boring a mine uh, he also <laughs> has responded to me oh, on Twitter yeah. also shit talking the Birmingham mine, which was great um, and yeah I thought it was really interesting he played football in Memphis he had a college football career I guess before he got into whatever he was doing um, he still he looks relatively young I don't know how old he is he played for
0: the Tigers I'm sure
2: um, and then Mike Singletary is obviously someone that you all know a lot more about Bears legend well, Bears player yeah, be, 10 time pro bowler Super Bowl winner uh, and he, he has a really pretty big CV to come into the league with, in my opinion. He's worked at San Fran, Minnesota, and the Rams. Um, the and, anybody Minnesota that's been a head coach in the NFL within the last 15 years I think is a get for the league. People. He hasn't been a head coach, though. He's been defensive coaches oh, or this coach. I or I thought that he coach. was the head coach. I thought he was the head coach of the Bears.
3: I thought I thought he was the
2: head coach of San Francisco. If he has, yeah, he then was. wiki I didn't look clearly enough, clearly. That's all right. Yeah, I think he was a 49ers head coach. Yeah, he was. He was there for a year. Facts are
3: facts, Josh.
2: Hashtag facts are facts. So, yeah, he's had a lot of experience. um, And there's a big thing about this league, and a lot of people have said that a lot of the players are going to use this as a platform to move up, like put themselves in the shop window for NFL teams. And I think that of all the head coaches, he is one of those ones that I think is definitely looking ahead and hoping he can get his face around the place. Because he's got a CV that's better than pretty much any other head coach with his playing career and his, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think he's, he's unless his team absolutely flop, he's got a good shot at getting some kind of lower league NFL team interested in looking at him if they Express it You I feel one.
3: like Mike Singletary also had a pretty good interview that got kind of viral um, as far as when he was coaching the, uh, the 49ers, like a blow-up, if I remember <laughs> correctly.
0: It's Possibly. even better. Um oh, Kurt, to, can't do it. To full back, uh, pull back Kosha Irby played for Memphis for one year, uh, and his stats go 10 games, one interception, Finn. <laughs> what so did he, he do? No wonder he's didn't he, did he play? He was a defensive back, Memphis Tigers. Ooh. So, Dude, so, in the 90 90s? 97, which means that, that dude's pretty old. Fun fact, sure. so he looks great. He's NASA's age. I was going to say
2: something then. Is he good? Like, um, don't cry. No. Yeah, you said it. Is he good uh, looking? Fun facts: Memphis did the first ever trade. They were part of the first ever trade in AAF football. Did
0: not know that.
2: Yes, there's only been one trade ever done, and it was the. And it's weird because there's no cap the before somebody even plays. There's no cap. There's nothing. So like the. I'm not sure what the reasoning was. Well, the league is owned, owns all teams. So uh, yeah, I wonder right. if that's why. So what happened was it was uh, I don't I didn't have the names, and I googled this for ages, and I cannot find these pissing names, and I wasn't willing to go through the Twitter feed. Uh, but the San Diego Roger Fleet, Balls. the San Diego Fleet sent their tight end over for an express running back, and that was the trade that was made. And it's interesting because. The Express only had one tight end on the roster at the time, so clearly there was a position of need. I just don't know why they traded it instead of it whatever. Um, they don't have an official rival yet, but thankfully it does look like it's going to be Birmingham, which great because... Makes sense. Literally pulled them out so of the So the hat. Fleet traded for a tight end? No. They traded away a tight end. Really? Yeah, because oh, okay. the Express only had one. And their running backs, which is funny, because when you talk about their running backs... They have a half decent running back group, like Zach Stacey is the name that obviously stands out yes. for better or Zach worse. Stacey. Um like when i first came into following the sport like he was half decent at the yeah. rams yeah well and, um,
0: and, and their other two guys terence mcgee and kenny hilliard were both oh, hell yeah. good right they were on like kind of weak very lsu decent. teams but they're very good but they
2: also in their scrimmage that they had put up the worst running back numbers in the entire league so the guy worried about that has a great point and they also and this is going to be the weaknesses part that you were talking about you gave strengths and weaknesses. My, the weakness definitely is the running game on both sides because they gave up the most running, yard, yeah, running for the yards. Yeah, so the Stallions, right? That's yes. where the scrimmage was. They absolutely
0: were four yards per stallions. carry. They,
3: they gave up. Who was uh, the so horses? I mean, they, they they can run. It's a stable of running. Yeah, who yes. was the
1: running back that had the elevated incident on Baltimore? Ray, Ray Rice. Rice. Ray Rice. Is, is he gonna be in his league No, I think he he's done really for him. Knows. I think he's 12,
3: he's like, like yeah, I think he's
2: pretty, pretty old at this point. So they're I'm the weaknesses. They're the weak. The weakness is the running running game for sure like both both ways it's whether they they have the talent to do it but I think the strength, personally is the quarterback group they probably have the most experienced NFL quarterbacks whether they're good or not they've had the most game time it's, really. interesting it's, it's interesting
0: experience man it's interesting to say that only because the only note I have under weaknesses from Memphis because I made little notes uh, was one point of weakness um, was their quarterbacks but that's only because they're both potential <laughs> guys like Christian Hackenberg right so was always Hackenberg. kind of a potential guy. And even he only when He got a chance. Well, he... Wait, was, he not a in co- in was he a quarterback? Yeah, Christian Hackenberg. Yeah. So he played for Penn, Penn State, State. But it was yeah. in a really weird Penn State. Uh, <coughs> it was the post... And he got um, tra- drafted by the Jets. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: He was the Jets guy.
1: What happened to him? I thought he was still
0: in the Jets. Did I miss him? Yeah, he the got Jets caught. draft... They went through like 10 quarterbacks in two years. Yo, he's like, going to be a
2: good... So he's going to be a good quarterback. So they had Hackenberg and they got Mettenberger
0: too.
2: And a lot of friggin... Whether they're going to be any good
1: or not is obviously of
2: a debate. But the only reason I had them as a strength is because they have more NFL experience than almost any other quarterback group in the league. Yeah. So, like, do you know what I mean? Purely from time in the NFL. That's exactly it, Like they've, they're used to the elite level, whether they cut out
0: for it or not, clearly they weren't. I'm sorry, here, I'm not but... a Mettenberger fan. Mettenberger's not good, but Christian Hackenberg absolutely can be good. Yo, well, Hackenberger a good seems to have won won the starting spot.
2: Yeah, good. Uh, Mettenberger was starting out as the guy with the oh. with the starting spot, and probably that's due to veteran experience, because yeah. he had more of it. But location, Hackenberger's little... beaten him out. Um, so he looks like he's gonna start, and most interestingly, again, is uh, we have a candidate for biggest bust of the season before a ball is even thrown. Quarterback Troy Cook, who I've never heard of ever, was the third overall draft pick, and he was cut on the first round of cuts.
0: Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck is a Troy Cook? Never heard of him. No idea who school. he is. Tennessee Martin. Oh. Uh. God, he played at Tennessee Martin. That's probably such a high pick, because that plays in Tennessee. Gotcha. Like, that's because they, they, they did... A couple different drafts, which I think I talked to you earlier today about where, like, they had a CFL, the NFL teams, and then it was a regional draft. And the quarterback draft was, like, kind of a mess. It's kind of a weird thing. They yeah, do. it was a weird protecting-keeping Yeah, and it stuff. was super weird. And Troy Cook, uh, based off, like, anything I'm seeing here, was not even that great <laughs> in college. Like, it's... Yeah, it's a weird one. He was cut. He's crap, clearly. Um, you know what? I bet it's because he transferred from another big school because he's a Miami kid and to end up at Tennessee Martin is weird
2: and most fun for me is we don't have a kicker right now we, don't have, uh, we have a lad Bears called, didn't have one either we have a lad called Wing <laughs> yeah. he's, oh, he's, he's an Aussie he's a punter um, whether he ends up kicking two to start the season I don't know but I'm wondering if they're just holding out for Cody Parkey and hoping that we cut that piece of shit um, God, how sad I would that love day. it if he was. I would cry so hard. Maybe they're going to um, send him down the train and would then you send put him on back you, to the Put on
0: Twitter, you burning the uh, the, jersey yeah, <laughs> you burning the, uh, the jersey of Cody Parkey? Yeah, I'd buy one. But the Express just when it, I'd drive <laughs> down to Memphis to
2: do it at the home stadium too. Uh, but yeah, they have no kicker right now. They're the only team in the league that haven't declared a 52 team man roster. Um, they're they're the only ones with a 51 because we haven't even bothered
0: signing a kicker yet. Well, Pure there's fantasy draft. Well, strategy. there's there's and 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 so wwe it is it really is. so um are we done with the experience? And that's it. I'm done. Okay, cool. I have some other stuff I want to bring up at the end. Okay, cool. I, so I want Which to, is all aaf So the Stallions I, I have very little on so we'll just browse over the Stallions for a second and get into the Commanders. Um because uh and not because they're my rivals and they're my favorite team. The Apollos aren't even have that much on really, but the fleet are intriguing to me. Um, so Salt Lake uh, Stallions head coach Dennis Erickson, offensive coordinator mm-hmm. Tim Lapano, defense coordinator Donnie Henderson. So um, Dennis Erickson is a uh, he's a like a, he's like a poor man's I feel like he's a poor man's Bill Walsh where he makes um, good out of bad, but in general, he's an above average coach uh, in college and in the pros. The problem. The problem with. The Stallions, as uh, what I think is gonna be in a lot of these cases, is their defense is really, really bad in a division, the West, that is entirely pretty much offensive teams. Um, Their best defensive back is Henry Tolliver from Arkansas, who is not good, like flat out. Not bad team, unfortunate situation. He's just not good. Um, He's he's a ball hawk at best, and he's really not even that. Um, Their quarterback is probably gonna be Josh Woodrum, who's from Liberty. Uh, it's going to be their best side. They have Austin Allen um, as a backup, who you may remember from Arkansas days. Yeah. Um, and he's going to be consistent. Their uh, their biggest their biggest benefit is on offense, and this was going to kind of what Josh was saying about the Express giving up a lot of yards. Their main running back is going to be C.J. Smith, I think, uh, out of Northern Illinois, who is the most grinded out, like steady running back. I think C.J. Smith is probably going to end up leading the league in rushing, um, which would be a little a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I'm going to skip over Salt Lake and go to San Antonio, uh, which is Kyle's team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the San Antonio worse, San Antonio Commanders. Uh, head coach Mike Riley, offensive coordinator Matt Troxel, defensive coordinator Jim Grobe. Wonk, wonk, Jim Grobe. Um, uh, Kyle, do you want to pick some notes, and I could. Pe- make some. Point. What? I'm gonna beep all that. Just, you want to make some points, and I'll chime in here and there.
3: Uh, so first of all, I, I'm,
0: I'm in love with the fact that their GM
3: is Daryl Johnston. So he right, was. The moose? Yeah. Yeah. The moose is there. Yeah. He. Um, nice. He's also. Man, I got Syracuse. a real shit team, man. <laughs> shit. Yeah. You uh, know what excited. Uh, so he's. So he was a former Syracuse player, fullback in the '80s. Love him to death. He will establish the fullback. Um, I'm a, so looking at their roster, um, as far as quarterbacks, I think they're settling on Logan Woodside as their number one quarterback. Yes, on, they on, should. They should. I I am a little intrigued by Marquise Williams because uh, Marquise Williams.
1: Yeah. What yeah. did he uh, That's right. That's right, yeah.
0: that's right. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. He was, he was right the at the beginning. Receiver, of, right. Right at the beginning. He was a quarterback, but he was right All at the beginning of Fedora's reign. That's right. Um, yeah. So he showed flashes of. Poor play and flashes of greatness too. You could
3: you could almost use him as like a as like a Taysom Hill kind of player uh, for for the Saints. You know, oh. kind of bring him in as almost like a change of pace quarterback. Uh, I think that that could be kind of fun. Um, running back wise, I think it's going to be a combo of Aaron Green and David Cobb. Um, but what I'm really intrigued by Quiet. is why, why am
2: I out of
0: that one? Randall Cobb from the Packers. I could mm, be it. No. Cornel McCopper. Look yes. Me. Yes. Yeah. Cobbing for acid. Yeah. Yeah. Corn corn cobblestone. cobblestone. Cob- That's what's all over England. Corn True. Do you
1: know what? Or, do
2: you know what? Of cobblestone. Apple is? Cobbler. If, if you yes. ever go to Belgium, get a fucking taxi because I made the mistake of not doing that. I got into Belgium, got the training. Wheeled this suitcase. I said, don't worry about it, Brick. We'll do it. Wheeled a suitcase down this cobblestone street, and I thought it was only one. <laughs> and, it's just and I turned into the city center, and it was just cobblestones <laughs> everywhere. So yeah. anybody who wants little to little go to Belgium, Belgium in the future, on your please get a taxi. It's not worth your thighs. Sorry, I'm just not as big of a jet setter as you over here. This
3: I mean, guy, he guy, this guy used to
1: fly in the
2: Concorde. You've
1: driven. From- he's <laughs> got Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, he's also good with the Eurostep. Oh, yeah? Oh. Basketball. Like, is he might need to be a Mavericks State? fan. Yeah. So the, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's going to be a Mavericks fan for sure after the, the, that lineup. I might be a Mavericks fan. They're all going to be. Don't you?
3: Fickle. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just following for Zinkus everywhere. Um, but what I'm most intrigued by is the fact that they have Greg Ward as one of their receivers. Now, he was a quarterback at the University of Houston, and he was real fun to watch. Is oh that my, a good he was
0: electric. Houston yeah. is. Uh, so there's Kingsbury, there's yes. the Power Five yeah, group of five. They are very top of the, the group, group of five. five, and they probably should be in the Power Five, but no one will invite them to their conference. The Houston coup because they're also afraid of we, losing. Because like, they, because you know why, because if they move to the Power Five.
1: That whole talent pool of high school players in Texas will be, be going to that friggin' school. A&M would hate it. Yeah. Like, A- you know, A- they'll they'll be pulling, A- I'm sorry, they'll be A- pulling from your Texas Longhorns, A&M, T, C, U, your favorite team. TCU. Yeah, you like, like the Horn Frogs. I do.
3: Um, no. As far as offensive line for, for the Commanders, I'm intrigued by uh, Cyril Richardson. Um,
0: He's a big dude. He's a big fella, He's a man. big fucking dude, and I think he'll anchor on the left side. His um, conditioning, I believe, was the only problem he ever had before. Mm-hmm. Um, which, how much faster this game's going to be than the NFL, it's going to be interesting how he adapts. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, defensively, I know I had made this point earlier. Uh, they have a lot of DBs from the um, from the Big Twelve. Uh, big Twelve is traditionally not a great defensive conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, there's a lot of points to get put up, but that's also a product of having really spread out, high-flying offenses.
0: Nine out of 10 offenses are top 50. In the-
3: yeah, so uh, I, I'm very curious to see how they all mesh together um, on defense, uh, but I'm intrigued by that offense. No, it's,
0: it's fun. Really fun. So uh, So for anybody who doesn't know Logan Woodside's story, so he played at Toledo. Um, when Baker Mayfield won the Heisman, uh, on just about every statistical point, uh, Logan Woodside was not even a half step behind. He was on his heels the entire time. He played at Toledo. That was the that's difference. That's it. Yep. Um, if he had played, if he's doing those numbers if he had those numbers at USC, then you're talking about like one of the closest Heisman races of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, building on his point on the offense. Greg Ward's probably going to be electric. Josh Stewart from Oklahoma State's really, really good, and Speedy Noel from AM is going to be uh, a lot of fun with that entire offense. Uh, so they're probably going to be. I'm going to suggest that they're going to be the best offense in the league. Do you? Um, do you think within the year? Despite or two, Mike Riley.
1: If this league <laughs> kicks off a little bit, let's say this league gets like a five year, um, five years, let's just say. But say within like next year or year two in this league, do you think NFL teams might stop pulling?
0: Absolutely. They already are. They are I mean, that's built into their contracts for protection for it. I, okay. I, I, I guarantee you oh, yeah. by but next I don't know season... Why I have not heard about this league until I started joining this podcast.
1: Honestly, if I had not... If I had, had not been in this, I would not have heard of this league until maybe the day of... The friggin' first yeah. game, like, oh, there's a friggin' league. Well, they they also announced
3: the NFL Network was going to be... Yeah, it was announced game. today that NFL Network... Because XFL,
1: XFL, 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 that's
0: all I heard. Yeah, that's, that's not coming out until next no, year. No, I know, but that's yeah. one, the only thing I've heard. That's why they jumped on quick. That's the only reason XFL came out as early as they did, because the AF is about to steal all the heat. I think they're going to be good. they got some good... You guys to um, be fun. Yeah. The, the last point I wanted to make on the Commanders, and if you have something else, please uh, jump in. No, but, either, but, yeah. uh, I had the same concerns. Um... Jim Grove's not a good defensive coach, uh, and their players aren't good. Like, they, they have some Big 12 players, and their Big 12 players aren't bad. Their def- pardon me. Their defensive as a whole is very, very, Crushful. I think, poor. Yeah. Um, and my prediction on here that I had written down was the commanders have a chance to be the best offense in the league and the worst defense in the league, and that should be fun. Kansas City. Kansas City, <laughs> basically. Yeah. You're going to be the Chiefs. Um, and honestly, with Logan Woodside's ability, if they have the right type of offense for it, um, which Matt Truxell, uh former um, Oregon State assistant, not super great, but he was an Idaho State offensive coordinator and has a pretty decent. I mean, grasp. going
3: very strong Oregon State over here. They should have just gotten
0: me based on my NCAA football. Honestly, you've done uh, great things there. It's amazing you weren't on the list. I know. So, um, yeah. move, moving on, uh, oh, we're yeah, going yeah, yeah. to finish with the, <laughs> we're going to finish with the San Diego Fleet, uh, my hated team, just because I think they're one of the most interesting ones. Um, so the Orlando Apollos I'm going to make it uh, As short as possible um, Head coach Steve Spurrier Offensive coordinator Steve Spurrier Maybe his son Scott For a oh, little shit. bit shit Yo Steve Spurrier is a coach? Yeah. yeah That's a winner right there Defensive coordinator yeah. Bob Sanders Is our defensive is coordinator crazy. Which get is get nuts He's, He's going to get hurt, hurt On the sidelines <laughs> <laughs> He's going to make some plays Real safety
3: for the Colts Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah.
0: so I'm going to start With weaknesses uh, I think their offensive line Is going to be The worst part um, which is unfortunate because their offense looks to be pretty great minus their offensive line. I
2: think a lot of teams are set to have really poor offensive lines. I think and so gonna too. that's going to
0: make it even more fun. Well, it's really going to depend because <laughs> what, so what, 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 so what I've repeated a couple times though is also defensive lines is like a weakness across the whole league. So it might be a push. It might just be simply like uh, C-plus players blocking C-plus players and, and it's just going to be maybe coaching or uh, luck of the draw. Yeah. Um, a lot of screen passes. They're, uh, yeah. Their only two offensive players, offensive line players of note were Andrew Tiller from Syracuse. Syracuse. And then uh, Trey Jackson from Florida State. Uh, but it's a really shallow unit, too, and they don't have a whole lot of guys. I think they have 10 total offensive linemen on the roster. So it might be uh, dire quickly if any of them get hurt. Um, the strengths. Uh, Garrett Gilbert. So, on that, (laughs) the Spurrier's offensive system, um, the the highlight about Spurrier is that he is kind of this run-and-gun offensive coach. Um, He he failed in the NFL, which you wouldn't know. But he did win in – Steve Spurrier. Oh, yeah. He was great Um, in college. Great great in college. college. national championship winning. What was he? Uh, He was the head coach at the University of Florida. Okay. uh, And then coached the Reds in South South Carolina Carolina, after the NFL stint. Yes, yeah, So good years there, too. So a lot of the offensive concepts you'll see uh, in modern-day spread, uh, scissors in particular um, on the route stuff, Steve Spurrier kind of uh, perfected that model uh, at Florida you back see. when people yeah. just weren't doing it. At a big-time school where he was getting five-star athletes and had, and would still turn Danny Werfel, who was a very average quarterback, into... Patrick Ramsey. Patrick Ramsey, yeah. Did he have uh, Jeff Patrick Garcia. Ramsey played for too like,
1: hey, he, Yo, Jeff Garcia had a good career in uh, South Carolina.
0: Would he play for... He didn't play for South Carolina when... Spurrier was there though. I thought so. Jeff so Garcia was out of the NFL. No, before. no, not Jeff Spurrier. Garcia. What's the other Garcia? Oh, uh, Steven. Steven Garcia. Steven Garcia, yes, Garcia. Sorry, yes, you're right. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's oh, why I was really right. Good Jeff Garcia. He's yeah. Uh, um, Alshon Jeffrey so, was. Alshon Jeffrey. Oh really? Yeah. So, was, yeah. so their quarterbacks. Uh, Next championships. Yeah. Uh, Jadavian Clowney. Um, Clownster. Quarterbacks are Garrett Gilbert and Steven Morris fighting for the role, and will be in the backup from Purdue. Uh, Garrett Gilbert is probably going to be the best pick, which pains me to say it, because I thought I'd finally shaken him when he left SMU, and <laughs> I dude. And then, of course, I draw the team that drafts fucking Garrett Gilbert, and um, the poor guy is so talented and just, like, broken, I think, is really what it comes down Redeem. to. Gritty and dream not No, no no, no, so no, no. Mentally. No, here's what okay. happened. Mentally he was a stud broken. quarterback that signed for the University of Texas, and as a freshman, they went to the national championship. With Cole McCoy as a With Cole McCoy as their quarterback. Cole McCoy gets hurt first drive. They just throw Garrett Gilbert to a very good yes. Alabama defense, and he got eaten alive yeah. all yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. And he never really fully recovered. That's um, nice. Also, uh, we have with the Apollos, the Freaks, and like Large David Athletes, are. a.k.a. FLA. Um, it's a nickname that they gave themselves. I didn't give them that, unfortunately. Uh they have Jarrell Worthy from Michigan State, Azim Victor from Washington, Terrence Garvin from West Virginia. They're linebackers, and um, even they're speaking of themselves very highly with their defensive line. Based on the scrimmage and the stuff that I saw, their defensive line is very, very good uh, compared to the rest of the league, okay. which is good because their defensive backs are not. Um, so they're really, they're really going to be the game changer. Uh, and I think that mostly the benefit that Sturger's going to have with one other coach which we're about to talk about is going to be the tempo of the league uh, in general which we'll cover right at the very end because they are just going to have quick notes because it's an hour and five minutes in um finally the San Diego Fleet you have a Super Bowl winning coach and Mike Martz as the head coach offensive coordinator Mike DeBoard uh just kidding it's Mike Martz uh defensive coordinator Larry Marmy, who's whatever uh on this fleet offense, Bishop Sankey from Washington, Vrakavici from Arizona State. Bishop Sankey is hurt though. Is he really? Yes, he is. He is on the He did not make their fifty-two man roster. He was put on IR. Shut up! I didn't yes. know that. Well, so um, that will be a bit of a shit. It's a bummer. So um, you know what's funny though, <laughs> San Diego uh, Fleet more like San Diego Fleas. More like well, San Diego Sheet. Ye- no, <laughs> no, 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 don't be that. San actually. Diego Sheet. <laughs> Um, like the gas station? No, like the shit is pronounced. Um, <laughs> good thing is Mike March is the passing guy. Uh, so Bergovich is going to have Francis Hawasu, Brian Brown, uh, former Dallas Cowboy Gavin Escobar to throw to. Okay. And I think their offense is going to be really, really good. Um, Larry Marmie, their defensive coordinator, uh, hasn't proved hasn't proved that he can coach a defense in over in, a de- in over a decade. Um, The last time he was calling plays was the 2004 Rams, uh, which were absolutely destroyed week in, week out. And Adam Archuleta is not walking through that door. Um, And they have have two players on defense. It's worth mentioning. Demetrius Wright played at USC, had a really good career. Travis Feeney from uh, Washington, a linebacker. He's also really good. Um, Their personnel looks like they're going to run a 3-4, but... Uh Marmy has no experience with the three four. Okay. so um, it's gonna be really interesting how they figure it out. <laughs> I truly think um and then that being the summary for the fleet, what we're in for is literally the East being the defensive league minus the Apollos and the west being the offensive league, probably minus the hot shots. Um, so it's gonna be kind of a weird a weird uh, a weird race, especially when you get to Who's going to get to the championship? Who's going to get to the playoffs? Yeah. Um, which we'll do another episode on. Um. The last points uh, that we can finish this podcast with. So I put uh, two things as the biggest question marks about the league as a whole. One, I'm going to answer. Well, I got some stuff to. Good. When will to, the app? Just to have a conversation. When will the app be released? Uh, it's February second or fourth for those listening. It should be out pretty soon. They're probably going to put it. They're probably going to pop. Um, uh, there's probably going to be a commercial at the Super Bowl sure. um, of the app and that's when it's going to launch well that, that's, what that's the, one yes. of mine too uh, what do
2: you reckon is going to be in the app so um, just there, out of it just because I like there's been a lot of talk about it and some people are acting like it's fucking saving grace but I think it's just going to be an app you literally click
0: on like NBC Sports Gold and watch the games I don't think there's anything it is but yet there's yet. something interesting I found when I was actually looking up some stuff uh, with Kyle before you got in here um, they made a deal with MGM Grand for gambling and Ooh. they're talking about uh, embracing the in-game gambling aspect. Like a yeah. DraftKings type stuff? Kind of, yeah. So like where you can make halftime and not prop bets, but some in Bet and play stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I um, mean, that shit exploded 10
2: years ago in England. My God. Yeah, so... it's have actually gotten to the point where they're banning advertisements because, <laughs> because it fuels the gambling addiction so yeah. hard that every halftime you would have like someone come on for like bet 365 and they're sure. like, you enjoying the game? You can get Didier Drogba to score next at eight to one, and people would like follow to the oh, site God, to put cool. it on. How
0: filthy! So, uh, so they've actually yeah, they've actually banned them now. Um, the biggest question I have about the app is what platforms it's going to be on, other than mobile. Um, Roku app's going to be rumored, uh, but like Fire Stick, PlayStation, Xbox. You know, I don't know what they're going to be able I'm to do sure. because that's what I because be. I will watch this from my computer. I'd rather not if I give given the right. choice. Yeah. Um, And the only benefit to the watching on the computer is at least I can pull up four games at once when they're on. Actually, through Apple TV, I should be able to get it um, in the App Store.
3: Hopefully, and if yeah, that's actually a good point because it mirrors. Yeah, and you can and you can always
0: do yeah, you can always stream to like an Amazon Fire Stick or a Roku too. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the really neat things that I think is probably going to be what makes this uh, what makes this league the most fun. I just decided to slap NASA. Uh,
1: well,
0: what? What? <laughs> well, wait are waiting. wait are wait, waiting. So, uh, the play clock in the AAF, in the NFL, let's back up. Is forty-five seconds per play. That's what they get at the end of the but play. But the countdown doesn't start until the ball's set. No, that's not true. Oh. As soon as the end of the play, forty-five seconds starts.
1: Why is that I always see it starts at thirty-five down? It's because probably when they show it. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Because um, I don't remember ever seeing forty-five, but. I, so, I, I know. So 45
0: it's. in the NFL. Um, I believe it's 35 in college. But in it in stops at every first down. Yep. Yeah, yeah but that's, th- that's different. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. um, in college, yeah. interesting. In the AAF, uh, they're going to have 30 second play clocks. Ooh. But would have stop on first downs and shit like that? There's no point. There's no notes on that, so I don't think so. That's crazy. So that's like guy gets tackled. You have 30 seconds to snap the ball again. I, I make like Make your it. personnel changes. I like it too. I mean, I like Speed. it. Speed. Yeah. Speed and fast football. I mean, they're saying that it's never going to be more
2: than two and a half hours, and they're going to come up and play what, 60% or 40%? Uh,
0: 60%? There's going to be no television timeouts anymore. Yeah it's great like commercials is that's the biggest good thing commercials, yeah. yeah honest to god if I see another like dilly dilly thing I'm gonna fucking I mean it's out the same
2: reason why I struggle to watch WWE live these days Is because of the amount of commercials like it's yeah. the same that's thing. usually why yeah because I
0: like I'll DVR and fast yeah. forward um, so I think uh, what's gonna be really really fun and I think it might be why the west is sneakily gonna be one of the better leagues at the beginning that play clock's gonna one of the two in. One of the two. Leagues. Yeah, I mean, they have a 50-50 chance. <laughs> but them being so offensive heavy, of I passes. think they're going to benefit. Because I think three three of the coaches in the East are not offensive guys. No, no. Period. So. And so they're probably not going to run fast offenses, and they're going to have to be making personnel changes and then calling the plays and getting them in. And I don't I don't see it benefit. The first few weeks, is going to be rough, I think. I can see San Antonio really benefiting from that. San Antonio... Um, the Apollos, uh, blah, 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 blah. the fleet, um, especially and maybe the stallions a little bit. Dennis oh. Erickson, but um, it'll be in spite of Dennis Erickson, probably. Well, not the hot shots, bro. <clears throat> no, not the hot shots, Unfortunately. So, pal, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you drew the hotshots. Well, you, you guys are gonna laugh on.
1: because, like, in podcast like twenty, you're gonna see that my team either the friggin' legends, which I doubt but the hot shots will be in first place
0: wow bold prediction well legal, the season will be over in episode 20 so we'll play it by year because there's only well, 10 weeks 5 episodes yes yeah. No. we'll be doing a season review because yeah. they have 10 week seasons All the there's no bye week either nah, I don't, bye bye week. Nah, no, week. that's freaking easy League
2: makes no sense to be bye week anyway but Not with just teams, saying no.
0: what are some of the notes you had Josh
2: so I only had two more one was something for us and one was just a general point was they have confirmed they're going to bring in fantasy for this league and i wanted to get your thoughts on what they're going to do well how are they going to implement fantasy with 11 10 days to go when fantasy is generally something you have to do
1: briar Daily fantasy? Weekly you think fantasy? that's going to be it? Maybe that's like DraftKings? 100% that's Yeah, I day. think it'll be that kind of fantasy. And if it picks up next year, it might be a might, real
2: the, deal, deal. someone fantasy. will start making a proper website for it. Yeah.
1: But I thought it was interesting that they're going on a
2: different tangent for the fantasy and slash gambling stuff.
0: It looks like they're embracing fully everything there is with the gambling part of it. Um, yeah. Which it's is tough to do a fantasy league though because it would have
3: to be like the The most you can do is an 18 league because you only have eight quarters
0: I mean I think I think,
2: I think what you I think the best model they could use is a fantasy premier league model right yeah you get given a budget and you have yeah, to spend that, to the budget that's what uh, DraftKings that do in baseball yes yeah DraftKings Draft does, does the same thing cap? is it salary cap it's like case? a salary it's essentially a salary, it's a salary cap no. yeah. rotisserie is it
0: rotisserie no. in baseball that they have you have the salary cap no, I see,
1: it's, it's, but
3: still players get taken off the board, and
1: yeah, we, I mean... Yeah, when I play DraftKings, I have like a salary of yeah. 50000 so You play draft, is, it,
0: is it legal to gamble in North Carolina? Yeah, I haven't won shit. DraftKings so is it.
1: loud. You can do it. You can do DraftKings here. What? I won I yeah. two bucks last mm. week. Don't.
2: So my last thing I wanted to do was, uh, we've just finished a nice little game of predictions and shown how shite we are. I was wondering if we could do the same with this. Okay. So without knowing a single real thing of what it's going to look like when they throw a football, Let's predict the standings of the East and West Ooh. final standings. Okay. Okay.
0: So to reset the table, uh, for those who maybe not uh, know anything about the AAF, but hopefully you know more now. Uh, the West is going to include the Arizona Hotshots, the Salt Lake Stallions, the San Antonio Commanders, and the San Diego Fleet. So let's start. With let's it. start with that then. Make Perfect. it easy.
2: West, Kyle. I have you first. Okay. bottom-up? Gonna... Yeah.
3: Sorry, Nasta, but Arizona's going to come in the last. Um, and then it's going to go Salt Lake City. San Diego Fleet. And I'm going with my San Antonio. A shocker. Yeah, I'm a homer. Fuck you. San Antonio who? San Antonio Commander. It's
2: my team. Oh, the commander. The VA. Yes. Someone's got to back him. Huh? No one else. Well, there are dozens it's of these. VA. There's going to be so much offense. <laughs> Just remember...
0: The commanders. So, my, ready when you are. Uh, last place, stallions. Third place, hotshots. Second place, commanders. First place, those dirty, filthy fleet. <laughs> <laughs> Brave.
3: Filthy. Dare me. <laughs> filthy, dirty fleet.
1: Nasta. I'm going last place. Fleet. Ooh. Mike Marpsis is not I'm going uh, commandos. The third. Oh wow, you're just shaking it up. I'm going uh, Apollo's. No, not, no, really I'm fine. sorry. Oh, <laughs> Dude, the stallions and the fleet. And the oh, the the, the the uh, the my, my bed What the hell is, um, The stallions and the hotshots left? Uh, stallions. I wasn't resetting the table for people listening. Sorry, guys. It <laughs> was my fault. Stallions and of course hotshots number one.
3: I like that. I like the even better prediction of the Apollos jumping leagues halfway
0: through. <laughs> the <20. laughs> <laughs> And it's still not a trade. Yeah, We don't even have the WWE guy.
3: Yeah.
1: There's, a, there's a trade. It's the heel
2: turn. So, I am going to go with the Commanders, rock bottom. Oh. Sorry, mate, but I just, I don't know if there's something about them. Third place... Fuck off.
0: <laughs> it's, it's your ugly
2: jerseys, probably. Third place, I think the Stallions are going to snap that up. Second, I think the Hot Shots are taking that. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, not many have given you anything better than that yeah, no, I'll take yeah that. unfortunately I think the fleet are going to do really
1: well We changed my team to this fucking yeah. express now it's not very
0: nice alright east what do we got in the east there Mr. Marty alright should I start I will um, I think uh, last place in the east is going to be to the league's dismay the legends because I think they wanted the legends to be very good Yeah. the, the team
2: they wanted to be a hallmark
0: yep um, I think third place is. Uh, third place are the Memphis Express. Cheap shot. Second Carry place on. are those dirty, filthy iron. The only team that doesn't end in an S. No, Fleet, sorry, just kidding. <laughs> oh, we hate both of the teams that aren't fucking uh, plurals. And then. Um, Apollo's first, right? That's the only one yeah. I left. Yeah. So I'm gonna say Apollo's first, and I think it's probably by two games. Go ahead and write that in there. they' win the the, the the side by two games. Home, field advantage. All right, uh,
3: Kyle. Legends coming in last place. Too much shakeup. <laughs> Michael Vick is OC. Yeah. They don't have any left-handed quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, fine. Uh, time for last place, the fucking Memphis Express. No, I'm joking. Right I'm now. joking.
0: Um, uh, First time head coach of the Iron. Nope. Yes. Something to keep in mind.
1: Yeah. You know I'm.
3: Mm, I'm leaning towards. I'm gonna to lean towards the iron, grinding it out and it's just, just kind of, ugh, I just don't know how good that's gonna be in that
0: league. So what position? You don't think that, that that's gonna the, benefit? It'll be third. Okay, but, gotcha. Um, uh,
3: I'm gonna go with the Express at two and the Apollos at one.
0: Sound choice.
1: Should. Sure. Nasta. <laughs> All right. Last place. <laughs> Only one legend came out of Atlanta, and that was uh, Hank Aaron. Okay. So, Arthur, yeah. okay. so, screw the legends. <laughs> screw the so, legends. So, that's my team, and uh, they're in last place for
0: sure. It's going to be funny that your your loved and hated team are both going to be fighting for fourth place. Um, the Apollo Creed's in number
1: three. <laughs> Federal Expresses in uh, number two. And I'm going to go with Mr. Iron
0: Dick Buckus. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if Nasta nails every pick?
3: <laughs> it's the fucking hot shots the the No,
0: including the Apollos going to the West and finishing third. <laughs> 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 they finish yeah. third in both tiers. No, there's going to be a trade.
1: There's going to be a, a, a division trade. Trading. They're going to trade. Orlando for... The Salt Lake, the Salt Lake yeah. Sal- yeah. Stallions. Yeah. Stallions are moving over. And then the Apollo 3s. San Diego,
3: because that makes more sense. But San Diego in the East. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, do uh, that. Remember the, the old NFC East?
0: Oh, they, want the free- they want to get race. frequent yeah. flyer miles. So this is how they're going to gain
1: it. Uh, Josh.
3: Panthers were what in the West? I think? Yeah, man. Oh. yeah All right.
2: It. Let's see what we've got here. I think the Legends are going to finish rock bottom like everybody else. This, they, like you said, they feel cursed. They're just... They're exactly what they wanted them to be. They wanted them to be the billboard team, and I think they're just not going to be. I think the iron will come third. I think, similar to Kyle, I don't think that they're... There's something... I think high-flying offensive football is going to be something that does really well in this league, and I don't think they're going to have it. And I think that... They're just not gonna be as good as everybody Cramed else. I don't think it's gonna work in this league this first year at least. Cause people yeah. are gonna to wanna to be really excited to I, get team to I, get
0: audiences I, yeah. in and, and I, they're not gonna be in I think they're it'll work early. I think I think that that system will work early for like three games until Maybe. everyone gets their shit underneath them. And, and then, then they just get pounded Yeah, they'll go and they'll go for four or four, 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 six or something like that. I think that just
2: as much as they expect the legends to do well, I think that the Apollo's is also the fans' choice to do well. Because the president is very active on social media He's very active on Reddit And all that sort of shit And all the fucking netbeards love him So I think for that reason They're not going to be as good as they think they are And I'm putting them <laughs> at uh, second place um, And clearly there's only one winner um, In the East and that is The San Diego Fleet The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the, the Memphis Express clearly um, So I for yeah. one Welcome our Express overlords um, <laughs> You already and- have
3: my, like, my prediction is that the Express are going to be excommunicated from the league halfway through the
2: year. That would be that would be an interesting story to tell on this podcast, though, <laughs> wouldn't it? Like, really would <laughs> the rise and fall of the Memphis Express. Well, and, and honestly,
0: like like long-term, and I'd love to spend like 10, 15 minutes on this, the potential of both them and the XFL figuring something out, if both are relatively successful, because it would be well, really interesting.
2: <laughs> the rumors are already out there. The ba- like, Maybe the, they'll merge. The ideas are already well, there to merge and do... To a sixteen-team sixteen-team league, dude. Yeah.
1: You know, if both teams are successful within yeah. the first two years of each league, yeah. I guarantee. at there's talk but, about it. Hey, before we uh, leave, I got a quick question. Uh, is it about eight. tampons again? No, no tampons. Um, soccer. I was reading something yesterday that I think um, Charlotte, the Panthers, I think ownership group is like holding some kind of. Uh, Meeting or something to think about getting MLS here, but playing at Bank of America Stadium. Yes. Now, hear me out. I'm. I know MLS, MLS is big, but not that big. Do you think a team here can fill a seventy seat thousand? They they wouldn't fill it. No. Nope, I'm, nope. I'm
0: sorry, seventy thousand seats. Only two teams in the league do. Period.
1: Yeah, is it like Portland?
0: Three, I'm sorry.
1: Portland, Atlanta,
0: Atlanta now. Portland. Atlanta is,
1: filling, is doing real well in and their football Seattle. stadium. And now, Seattle. they I mean, yeah, LA, LA do well, too. Yeah, LA but I think that LA doesn't play in a true traditional football. No, now don't. the football teams play now in that stadium until so the new stadium is being built. So, but those seats are only, time. what, 30,000, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Now Atlanta, I have to go by Atlanta because they actually play in a true football stadium. Oh, Seattle plays at CenturyLink. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. sure. Yeah. So what do you think? I know I know. when these international games, and you guys are more soccer, bigger soccer fans than I am, but I know when these international games come to Charlotte, it fills up. But those are those one or two games a year. But having, like, your 10, 15 games a season in the 70,000 seats, now they might do what they do in good. Jacksonville, Here's- no offense. They might... Okay. Rope off the, you know, like I wouldn't be surprised. I think they would. I think they absolutely
2: yeah. would. I think. Take off the or Yeah, be careful. Maybe
1: just do the corners. Rope
2: off the corners t- and then put. I'm the- not even sure they'd do that. I think they'd probably rope off the entire upper part. Yeah, yeah. see, and that still would be like forty odd thousands. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I think, think so. Sell, <laughs>
1: sell that. I mean, 40. I think I think there'll be a good coming. Don't get me wrong. I think there'll be a. I think it'll be the best way, and I think this new owner wants all the money as possible. So now you get an extra fifteen games. Having your you open maybe another 15 times a year? Charlotte Independence like, does
2: pretty well for itself and they're yeah. crap. And they play at like Sports Flex Matthews yeah. and they get 4,000 people out there. Oh, yeah, that's, that's
0: like, I heard, they're yeah. Crap! I think so, like, the benefit that,
1: that Charlotte has... Maybe 20,000 on average, maybe? I would say if they were... 30 40. to 40. 13, 13 it, to 20. At first. And I think if they start becoming better... I think a it depends yeah, on how think, good they are. Yeah. It's just like any... Definitely. Team and of um, course what teams come in you know your Portland so your Toronto you, play, you, your you play every team every team goes that's what uh, I'm saying so you know you're going to at
0: least get a couple you're yeah, going to get LA you're, you're going to get, get a court, and, and, and those people might Seattle, they have yeah. a building rivalry with Atlanta yeah um, Charlotte was just uh, named um, the number one city in America for millennials or uh, as a as a city attracting yeah um, I because read that. it's growing so quickly yes it's growing and the fact that millennials forward. are also um, on an absolute tear on adopting English Premier and World Football. I think it's yeah, definite. It would be stupid because right. what because what ends up happening? Everybody that I know that's an FC Dallas fan is that's their side. That's their side chick, and, and their the main is chick Manchester, is Liverpool, you know, or Liverpool or Manchester yeah. or whatever. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And now we're so, starting
2: to have the players because they a can put everything on gold. And, they're starting to be like, oh, I like Burnley. I
1: yeah, like, but yeah. I like Brighton. And mate. there's a lot of bars <laughs> in Charlotte <laughs> yeah. that actually. Mm-hmm. show uh, yeah. Euro, Euro Leagues. Yeah, big Ben. Band, you know, yeah. Big bands, uh, Jack's, yeah. Hooligans. Hooligans. I think other place. And frankly, um, if, if they got yeah, a new team,
0: uh, I would... Elizabeth Street. Uh, Jack's. The other Jack's. Yeah. Which, Ind- so. which is a show, which is a Independence bar. I'd, I'd consider getting I'd like to see... No, listen, listen, I'm not a big soccer I fan. i like to see them here because
1: we'll have... We have Major League Lacrosse. We mm-hmm. have, we're have we going to have Major League Soccer. I mean, I love hockey. I really wish we had a Major League Hockey and baseball team here But I think right now I think The Oregon's are in right? Yeah. yeah And the Czech is here The Czech is doing really well And they they, they yeah. get a good amount of people Every, every game. Here. I
3: think the problem is I mean, I know that Charlotte was Was one of the few teams That was going to uh, One of the few cities That was up for an MLS team with yeah. the next expansion I think that Nashville beat them out uh, Nashville had a really good showing During the Gold Cup Yeah uh, Not this past summer But the summer before And Um that was kind of like a trial run to see like what cities would, it would do well in.
2: Part sure. of the deal was also to upgrade the stadium and using taxpayers' exactly. money and the, cities and the people and were people. And and honestly,
1: Yeah. Honestly, I think if Dave Tepper says, oh, use my stadium and, see, and I, I guarantee city council, tax, oh, let's do it. Then a couple it's, years when we're selling out, I'm will get all this built Yeah, up. then they'll start. Like with the Charlotte Knights
0: baseball team. I mean, right. they've playing in South Carolina for so long but they've seen how good we're doing. Yeah. Everyone, uh, thank you for tuning in to issue number ten. You'll hear from us in two weeks, where it'll be oh, sorry. my corner. Ooh, ooh,
1: ooh! Everybody, get excited! Ooh. Nobody puts Marty. I'm gonna whip y'all's ass. Nobody puts Marty in, the corner so puts Marty in a
3: corner and survives. This is gonna be just a yeah, whip Kyle's ass. Have a good one, y'all. Yeah, it will. <laughs> oh God. <laughs>